Our heroes are Mira, the water genasi seamount druid, played by Dr. Andrew Hong. Hello. Then we have Silvio, the satyr bard, who's played by Ben Heisler. Greetings. We have Ross, the lizard folk barbarian, played by Kodab Games. <sighs> and then we have Wildfire, the fire genasi wizard, played by Joe Streaky. How's it going? And Victor, a half-elf eldritch knight, played by Ron Frankie. Happy to be here. All right. If you recall, our heroes are part of the Foresters, the military of Aglarond, and they were on patrol through the Umber Marshes, which is a, a huge natural feature that forms the eastern barrier between Aglarond and Thay, a, a nation of... Uh, basically a, a fascist uh, mag magiocracy. Uh, so our heroes were patrolling through the Umber Marshes because sometimes they send agents into Aglaron that way. And they ran into a group of tieflings that were trying to escape they. The tieflings were being chased by undead that were crawling through the swamp. And after our heroes dispatched them, uh, it was about nightfall. Everybody settled down for a well-earned long rest. The night proceeded peacefully, if quite rainy. Uh, and around mm, four o'clock in the morning, Finally, the rains parted, the, the moon came out, and it was a beautiful moon. However, as Wildfire looked into the sky, a looming silhouette flew overhead. Do not want. Pass. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you're just going to hunker down. I mean, they, it's entirely possible they could just overlook you. Never can't never. I just hold up that reverse Uno card and then as soon as they come down, they'll see it and be like, Oh, sorry, bro, we gotta go. You know, you should give it a shot. You should absolutely give it a shot. That could work. I'll put up my I, We Are Thane Agents banner and they'll just be like, Oh, those people are cool. It's all sure, fine. Let's do this just for fun in initiative order, though. I mean, I don't know why yeah. you would be so hurtful as that, but sure. Why so crass? <laughs> I I am a hurtful person. Uh, all right, so I did say it was four o'clock. The rain had uh, stopped, but it's still kind of misty out, which even for our people who can see in the dark, limits your uh, visibility to this. And just uh, just to be clear, those of us who are awakened at this point do not in fact have our uh do not in fact have a long rest under their belt right now i had first watch yeah you haven't that, had eight hours yet only basically slept six only hours Jeff. or whatever yeah only yeah. wildfire good time yep. someday i will roll an initiative in the double digits and that not, day will be glorious. Not in this game, buddy. All of your <laughs> Am I leaving the pack with an 11 this time? I see at my least, party has... Go ahead. I was going to say, at least you're defeating the monsters. Uh, <laughs> and then Paige rolled higher than you. <laughs> All right. Let me get these numbered appropriately. All right. So... Let's see if I've got everybody. I'm just going to have the tieflings go at the bottom of the round. 
Okay. Do you want us to remind you of that, or do you have a marker? I'm going to put a uh, put them in the initiative order. Okay. All right. So uh, there you are, minding your own business. I believe Victor is in a tent. Mira is probably in a tent. And Silvio is probably in a tent at this point. Did my uh, initiative show up? I don't think it did. Uh, I don't think it did, no. Remember to click I... on your icon before you roll uh, your initiative. I thought I had. But I Blessing to the icons. <laughs> oh. That's so clear. do I have everybody in a tent uh, as appropriate? Are you paying attention? Are you being for inattentive? All, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, yes. I'm the for puns. the d Stay for the puns. The puns start make early. Me sick. Uh, as always, we do have a standing uh, rule here on the, the Twitch stream that we cannot be held responsible for pain inflicted by puns. <laughs> Now right. is the winter uh, of our discount tents. How do, how yes. do I just set my initiative here? Uh, you should be able to click on your icon and then go to roll 20 and roll initiative there. Or you I guess I'm rolling me. a fresh initiative, basically? You can just tell me what it is. Well, I'm a 12 now. Oh, okay. cheater, cheater. And I have a... Yes. Oh, well, I can just edit it right there, too. Look at that. Beautiful. All right, so uh, there you are, minding your own business. Which one is this one? And then a skeletal giant owl oh, comes God. winging out of the darkness, flies by and scratches at Lindress and then continues flying off into the darkness. Let's see, let's see if it hit her. Uh, it did not. All right. She ducks out of the way just in time for the claws to skim over her head. Mira, what would you like to do? Uh, actually, far... actually, I have a question first. Yes. Joe, you've seen these things and I you're have. awake. Mm -hmm. uh, do you do anything about that for your companions? I definitely, as soon as I saw them, I believe I shouted out as soon as I looked up commenting how my tiefling friend here couldn't fly, but if they could, they should definitely do that. That'd be way faster. I, I believe so. So, okay, so noise has been made. Uh, Andrew, we're just going to assume that that it's enough to wake Mira up because she knows that you don't sleep too deep when you're out in the marshes. Uh, but you wake up in your sleeping bag in your tent. She has, a, a, she has a decent passive perception. Yeah. Uh, he goes... What, what what's happening? And she she uh, pokes her head out of the tent, um, and and follows uh, her compatriot's gaze up into the sky. Um, how how far away would you describe this awful being as being? Uh, what is your passive perception? You know, it's night and it's misty. It's all. Let me just. I, I have a fifteen. Okay, uh, so you think it was maybe sixty feet away, probably thirty feet away and thirty feet up. Of course it is. All right, let's see what options we have. Now, these are all ground-based options. That's that's very upsetting. <laughs> oh, I is should on the fight music. Is this creature wearing anything? <laughs> uh, yes. Wait, which creature? The uh, a, a big winged shape silhouetted yeah, by yes. the moon. Yeah. Uh, 
hard to tell. It's kind of got baggy wrinkles on it. I'm not uh, sure that's a feature. The worst. Mm, baggy wrinkles. Yes. No obvious rings or breastplate or... Uh, no. <laughs> maybe a, a, a tightly fitting metal choker. Right, right. No. Or gorget. Ooh. Ooh. You can have an things. inspiration point for fancy words. <laughs> I figured I was going to get an inspiration point for the puns I was throwing, but I'll take it for fancy words. You'd have it for both. Then I will pass it off to Andrew so that he can also have inspiration. I actually have a point, but thank you. Well, then give it to someone else. It's your problem now. Hot <laughs> ah, <laughs> potato. Who lose, lose lacking a point? I'll take it. All right. Thank God. Thank God I got rid of that somewhere. <laughs> to be the worst. Uh, you know, there's not a whole lot I can do about that thing. Um, so, for example... Actually, it's more like 45 feet away and 30 feet up. I lied. <sighs> not that that's going to make your life any better. Not, not really. So, if, if I, if I uh, uh, conjure up a, uh, a thermal vent in the sky, is that a thing that happens? <laughs> Uh, sure, like a deep sea uh, abyssal hydrothermal vent. Yeah, it just, it just tears open reality a little bit and just shoots a gas of like uh, a jet of sulfuric, you know, superheated gas right in this creature's face. Uh, you know, you can always try. All right. Miro will go, you know, I've never had this three-dimensional problem before, but now, now is time to find out. <laughs> I will, I will do that thing. Um, and it creates a, uh, I hope, is a, a gout uh, within the six-foot cube uh, where that thing is right now. What what spell would other druids refer to this as? Bonfire. Uh, let me see if it has to have a surface, because <laughs> that is a, a unique way to do it. it the, the spell, as written, does it, it is a ranged spell. However, it does say you create a bonfire on the ground you can see within range. On the ground is what's gotcha. Sorry. Andrew, I, I will say, though, I am impressed. I don't think I've ever seen Paige make that face before. <laughs> <laughs> it was a face, all right. Andrew knows all the, the secret words to say to that I like because I'm, you know, oceanographer. Yes. Um, I was going to say, this is some Patrick Ross's bullshit going on. <laughs> yeah. For future reference, though, uh, would this, would the ground also apply to the seafloor or, or a riverbed? Sure. Because it's a solid surface, regardless of what hydrodynamics you have going on on top of it. Age will allow have, it. It's good. We're going to have... We're going to have further discussions about this uh, in the future. <laughs> we'll talk about um, underwater bonfires at some other point. I mean, these are important things. Yeah. Uh, Mira will uh, shout and also said the ground. Why are all these things based on the ground? It's like it's really the something. I don't know. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. I need a, huh? I was gonna say if you're if you're spoiled for choice, when it sounds like you're not, you can always ready a tentacle whip for when they get within range. It looks like they're dive bombing us, and that might be able okay. to pull them down. Is that, right? I guess that yeah, that would be uh, yeah, that's true. All right, that, thank you for the suggestion. I'm um, just trying to help. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate. It. I will I will ready a whip to whip it 
whipped it good. Mm-hmm. And if or I could, I should say a suckered tentacle. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. But if I could be so bold, looks like they're going after our tieflings. Maybe you want to be a little bit closer to them, just in case it does some creative flyby to get out of your sure. range. Sure, I'll, 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 I'll move out to uh, where. All right, so you're going to be coming up out of a sleeping bag, out of a tent. You will be at half movement. That's fine. I'm not really going very far. Okay. So fair enough. I mean, if I go about there, it'll probably give me a dome of coverage. That's pretty reasonable. That's not sure. the fire. All right. So anything else? I will shout there up in the sky because I, I feel like that's an important detail to bring up. There's sure. two or three of them. Three of them. Uh, it looked like three, like two, uh, you're trained in the nature skill. It looked like two yes. little giant owls and then something else that was kind of large and leathery and winged. Yeah. Three terrible winged marauders is what they call out. Fair. All right, Silvio. Uh, so Silvio rises up out of his tents wearing a like a a very long nightshirt that like goes all the way down to his ankles. Like it's very, you know, modest, modest. flowy. Uh, <laughs> yes, modest and flowing. Uh, so I am not armored, so this will be fun. Uh, however, Silvio has grabbed both his rapier and his uh, bandor because that's how we rule uh, and is gonna look up to see if he sees these things. Uh, you know, it, the thing is, Let's see. I have a 12. 10, 15, 20, 20. So uh, because of the mist after the rain, you're limited to about 20 feet of vision. Regardless of dark vision, you just have mist that's about 20 feet out. True. So, so it's a little hard to see. And the mists are 20 feet in the air that's blocking me from seeing. They're mists above me. So I'm basically in Barovia. Are you... Like, uh, help, no. help, help paint me a word picture here, Paige. Sure, sure. The mists are more ground mists, so once you get, like, above them, you can see up pretty clearly, but it's just to the side that's a problem. But creatures are coming at us from above, right? Uh, out of the mist that time. They saw them briefly against the moon, and then they dived into the mist. Okay. So they all right, got it. Okay. I'm, I'm all caught up now. Uh, so we know that good friend to you and me, the pale tiefling over here, right? Golden dress, yeah. Why is my mouse not working for the? Oh, because I'm on a different thing. Uh, but this one, yes. Uh, that's a tiefling in a tent. This is the big kind of. Uh, yes, but okay. she's not the one who has the information that we Correct. think is vital, right? That is this guy right here. Okay. Uh, so Silvio is going to prance trots uh, and meander over in that direction and is going to prepare a uh, thunderous thunderous vengeance of Talos uh, in the event that something gets within his reach because if it wants to fly by then, it can take some thunder damage. Fair enough. You obviously so, will be at half move, but you've got plenty. I mean... I have plenty, and I stand there with my sword out. With yep. my sword in one hand and my bandor in the other. And and your long captain. All right, uh, Wildfire. Hmm, I kind of look around, and I look down at my familiar and say, Hewitt, go find these creatures. And the owl kind of takes off into the air. Hewitt. 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 I Hewitt. did not know your familiar's name. Now well, I do. 
Uh, and then I will ready a uh, glob of acid for anyone who would dare attack anyone nearby. Okay. Uh, Hewitt, does Hewitt have a marker? Probably not. Let me get nope. you one. Hewitt is currently an owl for the night sight. Let me make this your owl. All right, you a, should have control over that owl now. All right. A familiar popped into existence. Everybody kill it. <laughs> he begins circling, trying to locate the foes. Okay, so once uh, Hewitt gets above the mist layer, it will just go ahead and show you what Hewitt sees. Well, some owl versus owl aerial combat. These yeah. owls are much bigger than Hewitt. Yeah, but Hewitt's got spunk. He's also got meat, which is more than they do. Hmm? Uh, anything else there, Wildfire? Nope. Got it. All right. Uh, uh, sorry, one more thing, Paige, because this sure. is the first time it's come up, and it is in darkness. Uh, but, uh, and some of us don't have dark vision. I think that may just be me, but... Maybe Ross, too? I don't know. Um, when Silvio draws his rapier and it is exposed to the light of the moon, it glows brightly with moonlight uh, in a silvery gaze for 15 uh, feet around him and then dim light for another 15 past that. So we have got that it. in addition to the campfire. As a lizard folk, I've got this cool eyelid that lets me see underwater, but not in the dark. <laughs> Victor will also appreciate the additional illumination. She were a half elf. I thought half elves had dark vision. I. He's mostly yeah, human. I'm a human. I mean, there's elf blood in me because it's Aglarond, but I'm not 50% elf. I'm 43% elf. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, look at that. Bonus for three people. Look at me pulling the team. But right. I mean, thank you for letting me interrupt. Mm hmm. Ah, there we go. All right. So I'm going to give you a 15 foot aura of these and a 30 foot aura, not 320 feet, 30 foot aura of these. Ooh. There you go. Wow. wow. Fancy. I know. Roll 20 is pretty cute. All right. So that's that. All right. So then a truly horrific sight uh, comes swooping into camp. Uh, do I not have a picture of this? Oh, man. I thought I had a picture of this. Wait a minute. I have a picture of this. <laughs> the internet exists is what you're saying no Whoa. no no I've had this for a while it's just uh, apparently I only made a token put the token on here I didn't put the original picture on here uh. is it the thing that we see in the distance there because if it is I don't know that I want to see the <laughs> I don't know that you get a vote, really. <laughs> I guess you could close your eyes. You'd be like, I'll 
Take it like this! That, I, I, I can take blind fighting as a feat next level, right? I mean, <laughs> sure, I guess. That's it, I'm fighting of... all things with my eyelids closed. Mm, <laughs> an interesting strategy, but it might be hyper-effective against Paige. Hmm. That is actually a you hilarious reason to take blind fighting, by the way. <laughs> is that right. one of the new Unearthed Arcana ones? <sighs> because, oh god. Ah! Ugh. I am against that... its fashion choices. I'm just letting everyone how, know. How close does it get? Well, let's let's see. Just leave that. Closer than we'd like. I mean, probably. All right. So it will fly in. Give us a a, a bombing path. All right, so it flies in and lands here. Kachunk. My ready goes uh, off. Yes, it I does. Say... There's several readies that are fixing to happen. <laughs> Yay! Go ahead. Uh, who's? I think Mira's was first. They get it resolved. I think Ooh. in initiative order. So yeah, Mira, sure. please. I Mira will, first. I, I will fling forth a, uh, uh, a a tentacle towards this thing, hoping that my aim lands. Ah, today. Twelve. Uh, so it's not really armored, but it's sort of fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you just, you miss it completely. I flick away a tiny piece of seaweed and mutter under my breath. Ah. All right. So wildfire. Your ready goes off with a glob of acid. Indeed. Uh, I think my ready goes off beforehand because it entered my threat. Yes, it does. Sorry, Joe. Fine. It's okay, I missed. So by all means, Joe, go ahead. It, it's like it uh, never happened. Yeah. Right. I owe you a dex save. You do owe me a dex save. I offer you an 18. Nope. Acid Splash was almost as effective as one vicious mockery. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, actually, I don't take any damage on a on a fail. Correct. Or Not on yet. a pass. Not until I get to a little higher level. Alright. The vampire hisses at you. And uh and uh let's see. What's a tiefling, but I've got problems in front of me. Uh hi, it's gonna go for the dragonborn. Nobody tell Paige I'm not a dragonborn. I mean lizard folk, sorry. I have Dragonborn on my brain from the other game. Uh, and it swipes at Silvio. Ooh. Oh, that wonderful nightwear you have is going to be ruined. I know, it's so sexy. <laughs> I, I try to throw myself in front of it, only to be reminded that I'm not fourth level and don't have a feat yet. Oh no! Woo. So I have a 21 and a 19. Yeah, both of those lit me all day. Okay. I have no amount of shielding that will get me to where I need to be, I think don't think. Okay. I mean those are rough. Yeah. Uh so uh it yes. leaps at you and grabs your shoulder and your head and pries them apart and bites your neck. And uh you may have seven points of piercing damage. 
And At least seven, he is one of the sexy one first. And seven <laughs> points of necrotic damage. And as she bites you and you can feel her drinking your blood, uh, you can feel some of your, your vitae, your life force draining out of you. And so your hit point uh, maximum is reduced by seven. That's rough. Ouch. Mm. Um, Paige, just as a quick reminder, chat would like you to know that reptile lives matter. <laughs> reptile lives absolutely matter. They absolutely matter. Uh, but I, like I said, I just had a whole lot of dragonborn in my <laughs> hello cat in uh, in my head from last night's game. Mm. All right. Mm. Uh, so I also so while she's got you, she also claws with one of her back feet at your belly, uh, and you will take uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. I fall over. She throws Silvio's body aside. Aha. Huh. I don't have to worry about this combat, my friends. Yes. Victor. It's actually pretty typical of a lot of uh, Silvio's relationships. <laughs> I mean... Savage! Damn! He's certainly true, but uh, both of us enjoy what we enjoy, and then I am tossed aside to find someone else. This is fine. I, I feel like that kind of burn can only be accompanied by Victor dramatically throwing his tent open. Right. Yes. Well, he does. I, do a... I hate to give you a point of inspiration for that, but I, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right. Well, then I will give that point of inf inspiration to who's in need. Silvio, do you still have one? For your... I still have one, which All will right. be used on my next death save, so there's that. <laughs> All right. Uh, who doesn't have one? All right. I we're good. We're, we're good. flush. Mm -hmm. All right. So Victor will shoulder roll his way out of the tent because he's... He heard all kind of commotion outside. Quickly, quickly assessing the situation, he will see that there is a vampire standing over the body of his fallen friend. With the bonus action, he will summon his bow into his hand, and then he will shoot an arrow into the uh, the vampire. We'll just say he has his quiver like lying somewhere convenient, so he can grab an arrow. <laughs> um, that seems like good uh, good martial discipline and let's see if I got all my things properly stacked up it's that or we're going to have a an ex-lover of yours that's going to pop up and be like Victor <laughs> do you still sleep with an arrow under your pillow <laughs> <laughs> so right. does uh, I used my advantage so okay. that if we set, if we earn more you can give it to me um, does a, a 15, 15 hits alright you will take 14 total points as my sharpshooter pierces you right through your head. Bam! As I would what? expect from our glorious leader. Yes, well, Talk about I'm running out of people to lead. <laughs> <laughs> and then Victor will run up in the vampire's face, um, still wielding a bow. Okay. And his fist. He might as well have his fist out. Just so does case. he have a long flowing caftan that he was sleeping in? Uh, no. Uh, you know, he's he, he's probably got some boxers on. The okay. fantasy equivalent of boxers. <laughs> okay. Something, something that Ross made him out of a poor rabbit a couple patrols back. Ooh, leather boxers. Kind of, kind of, kind of something. Kinky. Yeah. 
I mean, it protects... Fur on the inside or the outside? That's the big question. I don't... Fur fur on the outside. I mean, it's all about style. But also, you got to admit, Victor, it protects all the important parts. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) Yeah, if if only Sylvia was wearing the boxers that you presented him. Ah, he'd be be alive today. (laughs) Uh, so another skeletal owl goes screech and strafes the tiefling. Jerks. They are jerks. The tiefling that's being strafed is Lindgrass, right? Lindress, yes. Okay. And, uh, catches on one of her horns and then, like, spins a moment, like, just clawing at her head. Mm. Uh, Ouch. Eight. Uh, nice. Uh, so she's gonna take nine points of damage. She's gonna she's gonna take a nap. Is what she's gonna do. Mm. Uh, all right. So the rest of the tieflings, uh, forthright, uh, comes out of <laughs> this tent, looking concerned, and uh, she goes over to Silvio. It takes one of uh, Mira's sea grapes and puts it in his mouth and then jams his jaw shut. So, you have been good buried, sir. Uh, no, not the sea grape. They are just, oh, all right. So full of umami. <laughs> you yes. know it's bad when even the NPCs got a higher initiative than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know, I... I what I did, Coda, is that I skipped you. No, so. no, no. The NPC's got a higher initiative than Ross. It's fine. No, the NPC is going on zero, and I just skipped you because I'm the worst. Well, uh, I'm going to uh, see that we're under attack from my my sleeping position next to the fire. Luckily, in true fashion, I sleep on top of my sword. And so I will, from my crouched position, bring my sword up through the vampire as I leap into the air. I'm also raging, which makes my leap that much more impressive. Like you jump like a cat that's just seen a cucumber man. A cat with a sword. (laughs) That's That's some high ups there. And I'm going to be spending my inspiration since, uh, well, that seems to be what we need to be doing right about now. Um, okay, I think I've done this correctly. Rage on roll 20 is always a little... Eh. Well, so just as a reminder that it has not uh, calculated my rage damage in. So that's plus two? Yes. All right, so 22 definitely hits. So the vampire is not really aware that you're a threat because, I mean, you look kind of like a dead body there. So you manage to get inside her guard where she's kind of focusing on Victor and doesn't even see you. And uh, you jab her in her kind of like flabby belly area that's kind of distended with uh, Silvio's blood. At the uh, peak of my jump, I'm going to turn around and as I do, I draw... A wand. A wand? A wand. Okay. That's right. I'm a barbarian with a wand. Bring it. 
I haven't seen one of those since third edition, so... We, All right, we, still, we still don't need flowers. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> That's the staff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is a comedic uh, amount of commotion in this tent, but two people trying to get up out of a five-foot... Two people trying to get up out of a one-person tent at the same time when there's a fight going on immediately outside the tent just does not work. And uh, so the tent kind of makes motions like this all over and there are two tieflings still hung up in there. Uh, and death saves are made. All right, so we've got another one. Actually, they'll have to come around. Oh, I know what they're going to do. Hey, Hewitt. No, not Hewitt! Told you, a, a, a familiar entered the scene. <laughs> Hewitt was Holy. doomed the minute he got a, uh, a figure on the board. I still have faith. I just want to point out, for the whole campaign, I never put Miss Fiona in this much danger, and this is happening That's in what, the third true. session? That is so <laughs> not what? Come on. There was it the wasn't gazers. until the end of it that she, you the know, The gazers? Yeah, but she was fine from that. Oh. Regardless, a skeletal owl has engaged with Hewitt. I offer you a 15 to hit, which I believe... Oh, yeah. All day, all day, twice on Sundays. All right. I believe Hewitt is no more at that point. I mean, Hewitt, I mean does it do one point of damage? Does it? Does. it? It does. It does. Well, then, yes, no it's, Hewitt is no more. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to put Hewitt off to the side here with, a, with an axe on him. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mira. Mira, noticing that the vampire is currently on the ground. She is. On the ground. <laughs> uh, mistake. Yes, the, the local geology favors me. And then she will <laughs> reach out and uh, create a, a square of unpleasant sulfuric gas that will come up and scorch uh, this vampire. Right. I owe you a deck save? Uh, yes, you do. How about, ooh, how about a seven? Nice. Uh, you'll miss today. What good prizes do I get with that roll of a seven? Five! Five points of fire damage. Ah, five. Ah, ah, ah. All right. Um, if this were perhaps a different edition of D&D, &D, this vampire would have the bloodied condition. Why do we have to keep referring back to previous editions of D&D? I like that edition. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me. I, I feel like we should only be facing forward. Uh, That's it. We're a six edition D and D podcast. Ooh, I'm in. Let's do it. The only change is that the bloodied condition exists. Yes. So, <laughs> and monsters do a few things differently. We have forked our build. All right. Ooh, this uh, might actually work to our advantage. If we do something wrong, we can just, if anybody catches us, we'll just be like, no, <laughs> yeah, we're playing like sixth edition. edition. Got it. Got you it. Just, like, you just don't know. It's fine. This is going to say, if we put sixth edition playtest rules as the game that we're playing, we would get a whole lot more people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> they would be pissed off. <laughs> 
listen, uh, a little lie never hurt anybody and increased viewership massively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, we wouldn't I have to wanna... say what sixth edition we were playtesting. Uh, this is true. This is true. All right. Uh, Mira, anything else? No, that's. Uh, I think that's about what I got today. I, All right. I, I'm standing in a place where. Oh, God. Mouse, why are you doing it? Silvio yes. awakens in a real interesting place. He's got uh, tieflings on two sides, Victor on one side, uh, vampire Kettywumpus, and kind of like one small path to the south that is free of traffic. I mean, this reminds me of many nights that I have spent uh, not <laughs> out in the swamps. Oh, well. <laughs> Uh, fewer vampires, though the ladies that were there before very eager to suck many things out of me. But only um, really slightly fewer vampires when you get right down to it. This is true. This is true. Uh, so this is funny because I was like, ah, my turn is coming up. I should figure out what I am going to do, <laughs> and I'm still like, ah, I am in shitty situation. You, you are. Um, so I think it's just gonna be. Like, I'm going to trust the team that's here uh, to be, you know, Option totally B is... <laughs> I mean, I could get up and stab a vampire. I don't give a fuck. It's that or I disengage. And, you know, it's more heroic for me to stand up and go, Aha! So I'm going to try that. Okay. We'll see how it goes for me. Do your worst. Uh, as a matter of fact, I will use my inspiration because we keep being funny. I don't imagine that's going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> Lord, I hope not. I mean, at least not funny looking. Uh, so here we go. You know, as a as a satyr bard, I really want him to do like one of those like roundhouse like leg break dancing moves to stand up. <laughs> uh, sadly, like I think that's a monk move, and I am not one of those mm -hmm. yet, but. When we level up, I'm sure there will be some interesting decisions that I make as far as my character choices. Just think of but the I do stand dance up. potential. Uh, I mean, I'm a bard, so there's dance potential already. Is that a... Uh, a she boomed? Yes. So she is boomed uh, and takes uh, seven points of magical piercing damage as I stab into her with the shining power of Saloon, the moon goddess. Got it. Uh, she screeches in pain, and uh, the smell of blood is rich. Uh, she still has your blood just streaming down her face and chest. I was about to say, you will give me that back! I will poke holes into it until you give me my blood back. <laughs> Silvio. Just went. I mean, wildfire. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I will uh, kind of look towards the creature that just destroyed my familiar. How very un unkind. <laughs> And I will deploy a whole battery of magic missiles at that creature. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, Hewitt is now chicken nuggies at this point. That many. <laughs> wow, that's Pew -pew. a pretty good magic missile, man. Mm -hmm. uh... 15 points of pew pew. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed one. Uh, let me check a thing. All right. Uh, so you blast some rotting feathers right off of it, and uh, it makes a, a sickened 
uh, noise that is not any quite like a giant owl anymore. And it uh, dips in the air as it is having trouble flying. Good. Uh, the vampire is spoiled for choice. Uh, <laughs> Ross hurt my feelings. Victor hurt my feelings. I hurt your feelings? You didn't hurt my feelings that much. What? <laughs> uh, all right, sure. I have uh, dealt real hit point damage to you. Low is Ross, mid is Victor, <laughs> high is Silvio. Aha! Cho choices. I'm excited. I said low is Ross. All right. So <laughs> she turns to Ross, apparently identifying him as a larger threat. And, uh... Okay. And wave my wand at it threateningly. <laughs> sure. So you wave your wand at this creature threateningly, and she looks at you, and her eyes get real big in her face, and they start to swim and swirl in your in your view. And I close I, my secondary eyelids. <laughs> I require. I require from you, sir. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? No. An intelligence save. Mm. Uh, mm. Wait a minute. Burn. I have something for this. Um, is this... Does rage still block mind-controlling effects? Is that a it thing in not. this edition? <laughs> no! But in 6th edition... Well, <laughs> now I wish I had saved my inspiration. Uh, somebody, somebody can fork theirs over. Mm. I'll give you puppy dog guys. Sure, Here, can... enjoy a point. Yay! Oh. Yay, Andrew! I got a nine. <laughs> a Way nine to... is is not enough, sir. You can feel her the force of her will like pour into you from your eyes and and pour into your body, animating your entire body. Uh you may take 28 psychic damage. Ooh, that's a, Holy crap. That's a lot of psychic damage. It is. It is. Would not recommend. Just going to do that there. Okay. I, I feel psychically damaged by that. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about right now, Ross? Um, so I was thinking that I was going to take my wand of fireworks, of pyrotechnics, mm -hmm. and activate it in its mouth and or face area. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else that Ross was thinking about? No, it's I'm mostly it's mostly crush, maim, kill, destroy, set on fire. Okay, fair. He's raging. Just all just of the asking. above. After 28 hit points of damage, are you still with me? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm a barbarian, don't you know? You're not <laughs> reducing psychic damage. I am not. Okay. But I, do, I am, sure. but I am still just a giant sack of hit points. <laughs> so. Fair. Fair enough. Okay. The good news is, if it came at me with that, I would just be stirred up dead. So I'm glad it went to you. Yeah, me too. It would be not uh, fun. Victor. All right. Victor will drop his bow. He'll reach out his hand dramatically and summon his greatsword. Uh, he'll look around to note where the positions of the owls are, well out of greatswording range. Yep. And once again, his greatsword will start to hum in symphony with his teeth, and he will take a swing at the vampire. Okay. And actually, at the end of the vampire's turn, she should have made a deck save. 
Oh, for the bonfire? You mean the thermal yep. vent? Yes, yes. Uh, deck save. Unless she wants to move. Um, no, I'm good. Oh, right. Damn, that bonfire is bad. Yep. How much damage? She, she will enjoy. <laughs> it's so One warm. Vicious One vicious mockery. mockery. Oh. Oh. I mean, that right there, that is yeah. that is the source of life in the deep yeah. ocean, okay? Yeah. I, yeah. You're, you're preaching to the choir, sir. You're preaching to the choir. Uh, all right. So, Victor, uh, the crystalline uh, replacements for your teeth hum <laughs> in power, and the greatsword resonates with the, the magic, uh, magic of that. And you do the 24 absolutely hits her. Yeah, I, I don't actually have advantage, but just taking the first yeah, if one. You, yeah, if you don't have advantage, I'll just take the one on the left. Uh, but 24 hits, you 10 points of damage. Ow. Mm-hmm. Nice. And she is boomed again. All right. Uh, yeah, so you've severed like and like torn up one of her wings. It looks like she's not going to be flying for a while. Uh, and she screeches in pain. And then this thing... Uh, all right, so it's clever enough to notice that Wildfire has in- mostly incinerated its companion. Mm. So it's going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 eight. Yes. Oh. Uh, all right. And it rakes at uh, Wildfire's uh, gleaming fire-like hair. Can I offer you a 15 to hit? Oh, yeah. You may have eight points of slashing damage, sir. Ouch. Mm. Ross. I am going to recklessly shove my stick into this thing's orifices and activate... A wand of pyrotechnics, which doesn't actually deal damage, so I don't know what this is going to do. I'm very excited to find out, though. How would you like me to do roll this, Paige? Uh, make an attack. Make an attack roll. Okay. Which is just any attack roll. Fuck it, man. Roll me a, a, a d20 and add your dexterity to it. Ooh, I think I know how to do that. <laughs> Just uh, type in slash roll 1d20 and then you can add the dexterity in your head. D20 plus my dex is a plus two. Uh, plus two. But I have advantage, so I need to do that twice because I'm attacking recklessly. Is that is that how it, sure, that works? Sure. Just type in roll 1d20 and then, yeah. Uh, and then... And, well, so I will take the non-natural 20. Sure. Um, all right, so you stick the wand of pyrotechnics into her mouth and ignite it, and all of a sudden, starts going off. The uh, nearby swamp is lit in strobing flashes of pink and blue and green and silver. And uh, the vampire's super distracted by this. I, I think fireworks in the mouth would be distracting for anybody. So whoever uh, attacks her... Uh, till the start of your next turn, we'll have advantage. Ooh. Until the start of my next turn? Yep. Excellent. All right. Uh, more death saves are thought about. Boyd. That was super creative, Mike. 
when 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 I take a wand of fireworks, you you <laughs> put Roman candles in people's mouths. That's just how that every, works. Every, everything's a, a nail. It only right. would have been better if you had taken it and shoved it in your mouth and said, baby, you're a firework, and then shut it off. <laughs> All right. For the this baby, one you're a firework. Going to fly by on the Uh And miss terribly. Forthright ducks getting her horns out of the way as the owl goes streaking by overhead. Mira. Mira, Mira, Mira. Uh, let's see. Well, she just kind of right where she is. I don't really want to engage her otherwise, but... Um... Oh, she wants to engage you. Actually, she seems pretty unhappy about the whole firework in the mouse thing. I mean, and she's standing in my fire, so I'm not really... Too sad. I'm, I'm going to uh, grace her with a tentacle. Um, okay. But I do have a question. Sure. Um, if the uh, is the pulling action uh, required or optional? Uh, let me look. Usually those things are optional, but I mean it. It is your tentacle. I would think that you could. <laughs> have some control over it. Sometimes, though, you uh, just go all in. Yeah, no, this looks like all in. Mm. Uh, if the attack hits, the creature takes d6 piercing damage, and if the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature up to ten feet closer to you. Mm -hmm. There's no may in there, so I think mm -hmm. she's moving. It's that. Da -na -na -na. The re reflex. Re -re <laughs> flex, 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 flex. Uh, okay, well, let's just... Um... Yeah, let's just go with it. So, um, but pulling her closer to me is actually. How about this? Mira is going. There's. We still have this fire, right? Like, there's still like a campfire. Mm -hmm. Ooh, why am I drawing boxes everywhere? That's not good. <laughs> it's your. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's getting worse. The pointer. Oh god. <laughs> Listen. All right, so Mira is going to move to the other side of the fire, and then she's going to reach out with this tentacle and and uh, pull attempt to pull the, her new friend closer. Don't forget okay. your advantage. Yes. Oh, oh god. Uh, I should have clicked the other thing. Let's try that. Aha! Uh -huh. Click the thing. Well, that, that, that seemed to have worked. Alright. Uh, so she will get yanked 10 feet towards you. Into the campfire! Which, you know, as much as it is a burning sure. thing. <laughs> um, and we'll enjoy four points of tentacle damage. Right. The incredibly awful smell of burning vampire permeates the wet wilderness. Sylvia. Wildfire smiles. <laughs> Fair. This is a very, very bad smell. I am I'm not a fan of this smell. Uh, though she has moved, she is still within my threatened range, and she is not in Ooh. any better position for me to cast uh, any spells on. I will uh, now, since she is uh, not paying attention to me, poke her in the back. Okay. You are looking at the southbound <laughs> end of a northbound vampire. I mean, you know, normally I ask for these things first, but normally I require consent before I get neck bites for most <laughs> of my hit points. So, meh. Some of your blood may be there. 
I will critically hit her for 10 points of pokey damage. Alright, as your glowing moonbeam blade pierces her skin, uh, it starts burning away with silver sparks uh, from the point of impact, and with silver sparks kind of take over her whole form, and uh, it you know shreds of wings fall off, and her head lolls to the side, and in a moment, all you're left with is a charred, wet heap. Uh, as that happens, the uh, skeletal owls uh, immediately disarticulate, and there's a rain of bones on the ground. Oh, good. I really regret pulling her into our campfire now. <laughs> it is it is really a smell. Yeah. Ah, it is really not a oh. smell. Is it not honestly good. any worse than whatever this is? And Ross points at the hydrothermic vi- sulfur vent that is right <laughs> in front of him. Oh, yes, that. Uh, Mira claps her hands and it disappears. Uh, Why does the smell linger, though? I'll just be there for a while. After Silvio goes, it's Wildfire's turn. Anything Wildfire would like to do? Uh, Yeah, Wildfire will will come over here and and, uh, feed this poor tiefling a potion of healing. Alright, as you do, she sputters and struggles back to consciousness. Uh... And she's got, like, her scalp is just torn open and flayed. And she's like, oh, God, this is not going to make these scars look any better. I think it looks very uh, attractive, I must say. She looks at Wildfire like uh, he has asked her for a slightly grilled weasel on a bun. He does not seem like he gives a shit what her opinion is. <laughs> and uh, and then cocks her head to the side and says, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Wildfire. That's... Nice. No problem. Don't worry. I'm sure you won't run into any Zentarm spies. It'll be fine. Or, um, they and spies? They and spies. They and spies. I'm sure you run into any they and spies. I think it'll be totally fine. She, uh, she gets up to her feet, uh, wearily, and, uh, immediately goes to check on Forthright, who had mostly escaped damage. Wildfire comes back over here and takes a seat, continues his watch. Creatures so what? Are pretty terrible. <laughs> what was this thing? Is anybody? The tieflings eventually make it out of the tent. They did it. Does anybody know what this is or where it came from? Uh... Well, it sucks Silvio's blood, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's some sort of lamprey yeah. creature. I was supposed to say that, or uh, perhaps a vampire, given that uh, Thay is full of undead, that it flew through the sky, right? Mm. Russ will pick up, like, the wing that is sticking out of the fire and kind of let it fall. Yeah, Just... it's, it's getting eat up by magical silver sparks, like it's right. rapidly turning into nothing. A shame. I could have used some skin like that to make <laughs> something nice. Uh... <laughs> Right. I am going to go back to sleep and uh, ho- and have a drink and hope that uh, I feel better in the morning. The Maybe big a tiefling of- woman says, I think I am too. I don't feel so good. I feel like I have lost a great amount of blood. If you want to uh, snuggle for warmth, uh, there is space in my tent. Otherwise, uh, see ya. She crawls into the tent with forthright. <laughs> 
So Mira, Mira is going to check out the, the, the winged corpse and just sort of uh, examine it with a little touch of her arcana knowledge. Uh, sure. Ugh. Or, you know, almost none. It looked like it was undead. You're pretty sure it was undead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wildfire right, begins she'll... casting Summon Find Familiar. Noted, <laughs> sir. Noted. Uh, Victor. And... Oh, go ahead. Victor will go back to sleep, but before he enters his tent, he'll stick a couple arrows into the ground. So if we get ambushed again, they'll be easily <laughs> easily accessed. Ross will start to cover up the smelling pit that was once our campfire, and then curl up and sleep next to the what remaining warmth are in the rocks. All right. Uh, none of the tieflings are super excited to wake up the next morning. Like, nobody's in a hurry to go anywhere. Lindress is still in pretty bad shape. However, when the sun finally rises, you feel a renewed sense of purpose and vigor. And we're still never around. (laughs) (laughs) The internet, how does it even work? Oh, 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 are we live again? Yay! 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 The internet! Yay! The internet! Thank you, internet! Woohoo! So, yes, fourth level, everybody! Yay! I hope everybody can <laughs> hear this music exciting. and I don't look like I'm just a Looney Tune. I hear it. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I, I hear the music in your head. <laughs> I mean, I already know you're a Looney Tune, so we're fine. <laughs> Takes one to know one, beloved. Alright, but yeah, so you feel like fourth level when you wake up? It's a weird feeling. I don't know if I've ever felt like 4th level when I wake up. Oh, you probably never felt like 4th level when you no, wake up before. Never happened before. Or at least Wildfire doesn't. Uh, Joe probably has. I think you're at least 8th level, buddy. 8th <laughs> um, level commoner, alright. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you've got Arcana ranks with, with what you do for a living. <laughs> uh, alright, so do we want to take a short break while people level up their characters? and Maybe... Yeah, yeah that sounds good. All right. So we'll see you, dear audience, in about five minutes, and we'll be back. Bye. 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 New and we're back. Okay. And welcome back to Feats and Fables. Our heroes have just defeated a vampire and two skeletal giant owls that have jumped them in the marshes. But the good news is that they made it to fourth level. All right. So let's, let's talk about fourth level. Uh, So let's talk about fourth level. You get a feat. Yes. Depending. I need to pull the audience. I need another good second level wizard spell. It's a big problem. Silence is great. Silence is okay, I guess. I mean, you don't have counterspell yet, and silence can counter spells, so you tell me, buddy. Yeah, silence is definitely poor man's counterspell. So who wants to who wants to talk about leveling up first? Sure, I like levels. Go for it, all of you, rest, all of you. No, hands up. Hex hex. Hex hex. All right. Well, mine is mine is pretty easy because I I just took a feat tried and true sentinel. I'm gonna throw myself in front of all the melee combat. 
Well, I mean, that, that certainly telegraphs to me what you see as your role going forward. I mean, again, if I could have heroically taken the hit for Silvio, I would have. I would have been there for you, Silvio. I mean, I am not sure that at any other point I would want you to stop me from getting sucked off, but at that point, yes. <laughs> Don't play with his emotions like that. Come Thank on. you, Ben. Okay, anytime, so you, so you took friendo. so you took Sentinel. What else did you do, or what else are you looking at, or what else are you having trouble deciding? Uh, I, according to Beyond D and D Beyond, that is that is all I got. Yeah, leveling then. up as a melee class is super easy. <laughs> I, I like I, I hit level, <laughs> and then it was like, "What feat do you want?" And I was like, "Well, I'm a melee character with a high defense and can resist." Physical damage, Sentinel. Done! Done! All right, well, that was easy. Uh, ben, what about Silvio? Sure. Uh, so, after some discussions with the party, uh, we have realized that we have a, a wonderful tank, uh, especially now that Ras has uh, Sentinel. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, a wonderful off tank with Victor being able to take hits as a fighter. Sure, sure. And we don't actually need a, another off tank. So I have uh, rejiggered my character a little bit uh, based on your kind offer to let us uh, rebuild our lower levels. Uh, so Silvio is no longer a warlock of Saloon and is now just an acolyte of Saloon and is now okay. all straight four levels of Bard. Uh, Silvio is a lot of things, but straight is not a not a. This is true. This is very true. But uh, his only class at the moment is bard. Uh, gotcha. However, since you have allowed us to go buck wild and do Theros, I have decided that I'm going to see what the uh, College of Eloquence is like. So uh, sure. my exciting new powers are that I have reliable talents for um, persuasion and deception. So I cannot roll less than a 10 on those, which is good, knowing the way that my dice roll on roll 20. Uh, and the other the, thing... Did, did you say the College of Eloquence? Eloquence, that's huh. right. Okay, I'm in. Eloquence. Yeah. That's right. And uh, So my other thing that I get at this level is that uh, my bardic inspiration can be used to reduce a creature's next save. So if we find ourselves... We don't have a monk because this would have worked great back when we had Manny and we could have gotten, you know, towards the Stunlock setting. <laughs> uh, or back during something... Curse of Strahd when Ron was playing, not Tririn. What was that character's name? Uh... The Werebore Monk. Yeah, Werebore it, Monk. As soon as we quit thinking about it, it'll come to us. Yeah, so, yeah. that'd be great. Anyways, but so I can reduce their save by my Bardic Inspiration amount, which might be exciting uh, and mm. might not ever come into play. Mm. We'll see. Um, We're going to have to make some, some rules of engagement on I'm reducing your save versus uh, legendary saves, which one goes off first and how that interplays. Yeah, that'll be a thing. Because I was going to say, from a design standpoint, the creatures that we that I'll want to use that on most will just have legendary resistance. So mm. we'll have to wait till it gets through all three legendary resistances before I use that power. I don't know. We'll see. Or by using that power, you might trigger use of the legendary resistance. Yeah, I mean, who knows? And like, I make the, the save. I'm... Oh no, I don't make the save. I'm using my my legendary. Right, right. Which could be interesting from a strategical standpoint, especially once I get to the point where I have more charisma than you have legendary saves. <laughs> so. Shouldn't so we'll take see. too long. 
I also get some more spells. Uh, my fourth level uh, ASI, I did straight to charisma because I, I'm just going to get 20 charisma and then start worrying about other things. Sure. So that was the simple side of updating Sylvia. All right. Who's next? Wildfire can go. All right. So Wildfire got a bunch of nonsense for getting level four. So obviously, int bump. Let's get to let's get to 20 int people. We can do it. 20 int. 20 High five. Woo! Um, that 20 caster stat. Dang right. Um, <laughs> then I picked up uh, Scorching Rain because I don't have a particularly good long range that's not sure. that's not fire. So I want some more fire in my life. And then based on uh, Old Soul Tiger's recommendation, I picked up Seam Visibility. Oh, uh, sure. I sure. also got another uh, cantrip, and I picked up Toll the Dead. Mostly, oh, because, mostly because at 6, uh, whenever I do a cantrip that allows a saving throw, if they make the saving throw, they take half damage. So I'm focusing on taking some cantrips that are that allow mm. saving throws. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Good strategy. Good strategy, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, Ron? Mira. Uh, with Mira, I went for a straight uh, stat bump to increase her wisdom, because that is, of course, very important to we the particular druid. Yes. Um, I'm currently uh, trying to decide between Shape Water, because that seems very thematically appropriate for a cantrip, uh, as well as... Uh, I'm trying to think of what we're going to call this. Uh, some sort of... Uh, Sonar boom, uh, reskin mm-hmm. of thunderclap. Uh, so one of those uh, two. Uh, no, it'd be a mantis shrimp snap. <laughs> that's that's a mouthful. It is one. kind of a mouthful, but mantis shrimp yes. have a, a real powerful snap. Uh, uh, one one yeah. Uh, they I, do. I think they do. They do. I, I, I understand. Yes, we'll just call it shrimpy snack, and we'll be fine. Oh God! <laughs> but do they do it in a Z formation when they do their snap? Mm. Like. Some I part of old me. slow tiger's suggestion here, so uh, and I still need to pick some second level spells or some other spells as well, but we're not going to clutter the discussion with that necessarily. Some part of me is very sad that in your infinite preparedness, you don't yeah. have a slide of a mantis shrimp or a tiger shrimp, whatever shrimp you said. Mantis. Mm-hmm. And mantis if you shrimp. think that's not going to be part of our Twitter in the next week, <laughs> then you've got another thing coming. Like, I'm preparing the lecture now. <laughs> Something to look forward to on our Twitter feed. Excellent. As my husband once again gives the big face bomb. <laughs> I think I am going for shape water because I feel like that's more. That's that'll be your water very, very Yeah. Yes. What what shape will it be? Oh, the shape of water. We've seen water. that butt. Shape of water. Am I right? <laughs> Oh, lewd. <laughs> yeah, it's very lewd. <laughs> this is a family show! No, it's, no, it's not. not. It's not <laughs> you should not be watching this with your small children. Andrew, I have I have news for you. Stay after class. Uh, <laughs> Ron, Ron, what you got? Uh, Victor, the fighter, I'm going to take uh, great weapon fighting. So basically his shtick, his planned shtick is to have both sharpshooter and great weapon fighting. And he will just switch between his great sword and his uh, bow, uh, facilitated by his um, ability to bond with both of them as an eldritch knight. Sure. And I'll shoot things that are far away, and I'll slash things that are close, and hopefully it'll just be a whole bunch of death. <laughs> uh, I grabbed in one more spell. Uh, I can only pick evocation or abjuration, so my 
choices are pretty small. So I took shield, even though I generally shield think, is hard to beat. I generally think spending mm-hmm. a spell slot on shield is kind of a waste. You should just take the hit. But we will see if I waver and spend it now that I've got it. Well, I mean, if you block a hit that will definitely knock you unconscious, then then it's a good use for sure. Yeah, if it would knock you unconscious. So just for our home audience, uh, Victor's an Eldritch Knight. Silvio is an Eloquence Bard. Mira is a Seamount Druid, uh, which is uh, uh, not a land druid. Help me. It's a Sea Druid. Yeah, right. Uh, And then Ross is what kind of barbarian? Uh, I am the... Spirit Tiger Totem. Yeah, to- totem, uh, totem. Totem Barbarian. And then Wildfire is an Evocation Wizard? Of course. Yeah. All right. So, when we last left our heroes, uh, we were doing the fourth level dance, which I hope everybody got to see. Yay. Uh, it's another beautiful day in the Umber Marshes. Look at how the mud glistens. Yes. I'm not sure why this has a grid on it. It doesn't need one. Okay. So yes, another beautiful morning in the Umber Marshes. Uh, The tieflings in general are pretty tired and exhausted anyway, so they're not in any hurry to get moving, but uh, they're not going to gainsay whatever y'all want to do. I will once again send uh, Hewitt forward as a snake to kind of scout our path. All right. Hewitt does so with some grumbling. Yeah. And I will take my position as a slightly forward scout as well. All right. So what's the plan? Where are we going? I believe we're heading back to take these... Tieflings to the drop-off point for refugees, isn't that right? Commander? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, Victor's now commander! <laughs> yes, my solemn decision as the appointed against his will commander is that if they want these tieflings so bad, we should go out of our way to prevent them from having them. So we're going to go back to the nearest base, and um, drop them off. Okay. Uh, so the marshes being what they are. Uh, so you're out here in the Umber Marshes. Mm-hmm. So the only real civilization is uh, Fortress Glarendar. So generally what you do is you go over to the watch wall and then just walk along it. Uh but, you know, in an emergency, you've got people on the other side of the wall that can give you a, uh, a rope over it if you need it. But most people just... Oh, boy, howdy. Give you the old boy howdy, yes. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, Citadel Glarendar would be... Or uh, Fortress Glarendar would be the closest place. So then we move we back s- that way. We start trekking to the west. All right. It takes... A couple of days, few days, the tieflings aren't moving very fast. Uh, but before too long, you end up riding, walking up to Fortress Glarendar, which is kind of an old, uh, well-defended fortress between the mountains, kind of on the edge of the Umber Marsh. 
and uh, you are taken inside, as all uh, patrols are, and a, uh, a bandy-legged, uh, thoroughly disreputable-looking half-elf comes over to uh, see what's going on, and you recognize Perrin Alistrara, who's effectively the second in command here, and he's like, Hey! What you got? A load of tieflings, huh? Indeed, fresh from Thay. All right, well, we'll get uh, intelligence to debrief, and uh, then we'll see what we can do as far as getting them resettled. Oh, and this as well, and I hand him a scroll. The scroll is official declaration of Victor as the leader of our group. Oh, God. <laughs> Perrin wow. looks at it, and his face just kind of falls. He's like, ugh. <laughs> You poor dumb bastard, it's a death sentence. <laughs> but I'll file it as appropriate. Thank you for the paperwork, Wildfire. You know how I absolutely fucking love it. Oh, me too. All, all the time. He uh, slides the scroll into his uh, his pouch. So, uh, your term of patrol isn't exactly up yet. You heading back out? Yar, but we've gotten some intelligence of things that are occurring in the marsh that we would like to look into. Oh, aye, let's go to the map and, and see. So there's a, a big map of the Umber Marshes in one of the rooms in uh, Fortress Thurndar that it's got like locations where they think the patrols are and it's uh, all, always got updated uh, map information, cartographical cartographical information because the little streams in the marsh kind of meander and move so a map doesn't last very long he's like i so show me a route and what what do you what have you found i'm sorry Paige, but chat would like to remind you as the dm that with his promote field promotion victor also gets a direct increase in pay <laughs> yeah, don't, absolutely don't stiff me here absolutely thank you chat thank you chat i'll I'll make sure he gets a little something extra in his paycheck. I might have to chip in if we keep having to refamiliarize ourselves. <laughs> um, but, That's um, not your familiar, buddy. That's his. Well, but I mean, it's a team asset. Truth. Um, so Victor is training cartography and keeps notes, so he would be able to more or less tell Perrin exactly where we had been. Okay. Uh, so what, do, what are you telling him about? I tell him we forged into the swamp, we fought some plant creatures here, and then we proceeded on and we encountered the halflings under... Tieflings? The tieflings? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess we did the lizard folk first. Yeah, so I'll tell him we talked to the lizard folk, we tentatively um, got an agreement from them to not send this group of tieflings to thing and we're going to tr we would like to negotiate with um the government to possibly set up so we can buy refugees from the lizardmen sure so what's the price uh it was mainly a sheep i think a sheep and some simple weapons and some a small amount of gold might i recommend you counter Thay's offer with two sheep. Mm. Per refugee? Uh, how about six sheep for five refugees? Hmm. Maybe we could give them more sheep and less weapons? Eh, I wouldn't be averse to it. 
<laughs> Regardless, let me assure you that we value these lives more than we value sheep. And uh, we've got plenty of them. So, uh, yes, if, if need be, go as high as six sheep per four refugees. Six sheep per four. And he kind of licks his lips at the thought of <laughs> six delicious sheep. Well, that is a tough bargain. I put my hand on Raza's shoulder. You realize you're not getting the sheep, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> Do you have any it's sense funny. that these lizard folk will be good to their word? Uh, I don't know if they would be if it was just us, but Ross has formed a bond. Uh, mm. He exchanged flesh with it. So with I've... by it, I mean the leader of the... Perrin looks around at Ross and says, Oh, really, did ya? What'd you promise them? That we would investigate some disappearances in the southern regions. And he'll kind of point on the map. As well as maybe taking out some rival escapee hunters. Ugh, parents spits on the floor. A lot of them mercenaries are criminals. I mean, you can tell if they're criminal from Aglaron because they'll be branded. But, uh... Do we get a bonus if we bring back their brands? Uh, I'm laughing at the noises that the cat is making. <laughs> it's amazing. He wants love. He just doesn't want to be on stream getting love. But that's, that's what it's shy. like. When you come, He's shy. When, when you come to daddy during the two hours of streaming. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot totally what you said in the process of listening to the cat meow, Joe. I'm sorry. That's just my Do brain. we get extra if we bring back the brands? Uh, no, we don't ah. want to put a bounty on the criminals. They've been exiled from Aglarond and branded as criminals, which ah. is enough. Well, I guess we'll just have to burn them then. Okay. They're not... Wasn't that what you were going to do already? I well, mean... yeah, I was trying to figure out the amount of burning that was required. Ah. Parent looks conflicted. Uh, he says that, you know, you realize they've been thrown out of Aglarond, branded as criminals. It's a pretty miserable life. I don't uh, begrudge them for trying to make their way, but shipping refugees back to Thay is pretty awful. I agree. Shipping refugees back to Thay is very awful. <sighs> well, do what you must. Oh, of course. Always. Once uh, those matters have been dealt with, my bargain with them will have ended. Hmm. It will be up to... Well, I suppose you and the commander to strike any other bargains as I do not have enough scales to establish that kind of deal. I tell you what, uh, hang on. He goes over one of the desks and starts digging around in it and he comes up with a piece of parchment and uh, finds a quill, scratches out on it and you see a neatly written letter in draconic uh saying that the bearer of this um actually it's draconic and elven so you can see both sides um uh the bearer of this uh scroll is under Perrin alistrara's protection and should be brought without harm or delay to uh Fortress Glarendar for the purposes of working out a trade deal. 
And it signed uh, Sladhel de Brichanteau. But obviously you just saw Perrin sign it. But <laughs> Well, rules, regulations. He's I, not a rule follower. I take the yes. scroll and put it among my possessions. See that that gets to the lizard folk. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be happy to have them uh, in here, and we will be happy to make whatever deal with them we can. We put a fair fortune towards saving anyone we can, particularly from Thay. We'll be happy to work out a deal. Excellent. Mm. Uh, and, and like I said, encourage them. Six sheep for four refugees. I'm 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 seriously looking because I thought we had typed it out last time, but can you remind me what the priest's name that we encountered was? Uh, Rashugagar. I am sure that Rashugagar will be more than happy to hear you out, and I will do my best to convince him of your best offer. Also, I'd like to, I'd like to point out that I not only remembered that name, I actually said it right. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. I was impressed. Perrin says, "Well, I please do, uh, and that's a very powerful service for us, Ras. Thank you." <clears throat> and he'll kind of look at his other missing scale on his arm. Perrin seems not to just let that float on by. <laughs> like the pirate he is. I well, take a night to rest and then back out in the field with you. Aye, aye, Captain. He uh, he gives Wildfire a wink uh, at, at the very maritime salute <laughs> and uh, heads out whistling. And then you can hear him down the hall barking at somebody else. All right. All right, we should eat well tonight. Maybe Indeed. get a sheep inside Ross, so he... Uh... God, I know. You know, it is funny because I was thinking Ross will bring up that Ross just brought in five tieflings, so that means as a lizard man, he is eligible for these six. That is not true. There are four tieflings. Obvious, there's an extra one that is hiding in another one. That makes it five. Fair. You are right, right and I am wrong. Bonus. Fortunately... I am not owed payment for my services. Well, not in that regard. You are still a payment, you know, because we work for a living, right? I mean, I, I do get the forester's pay, but unfortunately, I can only accept so much as my honor bound. We, we set up a, a trust for the rest of it, though. Yep. All right. So a pleasant night passes in uh, Fortress Glarendar. You have a warm, dry bed, which is nice. Uh, you get to put on dry clothes in the morning. Your shoes are dry uh, for those of you who wear shoes. And uh, it feels really nice. You get like a big breakfast of scrambled eggs and steaks and then back out into the field you go. Hooray! Where? Are you going? Well, uh, first... please, Victor. All right, we had discussed it previously. Our first order of business will be that group of um, quote-unquote mercenaries that 
we believe is sending refugees back to Thay for money. Okay. We're going to very politely convince them to stop. Okay. Possibly by burning them all to Hey, death. that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> How does one politely burn another living thing? It's I a mean, it's a narrow path, but like if you work on it, you know, it takes a couple of years of practice, but you can totally get there. This mm. doesn't sound very polite at all. Wildfire, I want to hear more about your communion with the spirits of fire. Of course. Always happy. Um, it would be ideal if we could work out some sort of deal with them like we have with the lizard folk. But um, I don't know. I'm not super optimistic. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. All right. So you head that way. Uh, and you know roughly where it is, and within four or five days, you've got, you know where the camp is, and you know they send out regular patrols around the camp, both to, you suppose, for security, as well as to look for refugees and that tracks. It is not a permanent camp. It looks like they've been there a while, but it's still just tents. They do have some canoes. Uh, how would you like to approach this? And this is the part where I can sit back and watch all figure. Um, didn't the lizard folk give us an idea of the size of this group? Sure. They, um, they thought it was gonna be... Let me check. They thought it was 15 or 20 people. Well, 10 or 20 people, somewhere in the middle of there. And about half of them are out on patrols at any one time, and about half of them are back at camp. Uh, would well, you not... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was merely going to say, uh, perhaps we should send uh, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, I do not know what the pronouns are for Hewitt to go take a look-see to see what we see. Uh, and from there, we can have an idea of if it is better to approach one of the patrols and talk, or if we want to find out where their camp is and just go in, um, how is it, uh, we say, dick first? Mm. I can yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. I can certainly send Hewitt in and, and have him take a look around and give us at least some idea of what we might be walking into. And possibly um, we could ambush one of their patrols, kind of sure. cut down their number advantage before we deal with the whole thing. Alternatively, and more exciting, we could just go to their main camp and just assume Silvio can basically talk them into lo into being loyal citizens of Aglarond. So there are limits on what persuasion can do. I mean, he'll be wearing I mean... more than a nightshirt. <laughs> or maybe, maybe just a nightshirt. Maybe that's the trick. Maybe that's uh -huh. the nightshirt. Why would he go in there without his protective boxers? <laughs> no, no, just the boxers. Ah, that's not a shirt. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm learning so much about the culture of this land. It's a strange place. 
I do like this idea of, of ambushing one of the uh uh shit, I lost the word. Patrol. Uh patrols. Patrol, thank you. Uh patrols. I think that is a good plan. It prevents them from getting any untimely backup. Perhaps we could talk to them too and uh see if we could gain some allies, and at that point it might be easier for us to have a uh, better conversation if we have some leverage. Hmm. I mean, they are mercenaries, so maybe they'll be convinced by pay. I would assume we could proffer them the same offer that we're going to offer the lizardmen, vis-a-vis I mean, cattle? Yeah. I mean, that's true. If they do want a bunch of sheep. What if they are criminals like Perrin? I'm sorry, Sub-Commander Perrin said... You could have stopped that sentence just like as a parent <laughs> period, and it would still be mostly correct. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure. I mean, if they're criminals, they're probably slightly less reliable to form contracts with. I mean, probably a lot less reliable. Yeah. I mean, you never know. They could be trying to go straight or go yeah. legit. I Maybe don't know what can... to make assumptions about their, you know. Yeah. Oh, Maybe they have a really strict code around, you know, adhering to contracts. <laughs> In my tribe, if an individual is convicted of transgression, they are killed, flayed, and hung to dry. We do not what? have problems of dealing with them after the fact. Yeah, why, so... Why, why do you drive them? They're chewier that way. Duh. The DM is right. We would not let good meat go to waste. You're yes. cannibals? Eh, there's if, not really a word for that in, in If they are criminals, they are no longer one of us. You still can't eat them. If you say so. I say so. I'll use what feeble power I have as as temporary leader and say, don't eat them, Russ. Whatever happens. Well, if it's just you and we're all dead, then you can eat them. You're incentivizing <laughs> the wrong things. <laughs> I feel so like it's that cheese. Straight. If you're all dead, then I can eat our enemies. Well, yes, that is what I said. I'll stand by that. I mean, noted. I don't think this is ranger policy, forester policy. Well, yeah, we just we'll just have to stay alive. Now we have a reason. Ross, I'll do you one better. If all everyone but me is dead, you can eat all of our enemies. (laughs) I don't care at all. Also, incentivizing the wrong things. (laughs) You. That's that's. That's worse, though. You you get that that's worse. No, I think it's fine. I see what you did there, Heisler. <laughs> that was a good uh, place reference. It was. All right. So, so what's where are you going? What map do I bring up next? It sounds like the the plan is we are going to use the superior scouting that Wildfire's companion uh, gives us to. Find a patrol when it's relatively far from the main camp and go talk to them. Okay. 
Uh, so, what form is, uh, are you scouting around? Oh, definitely a snake. Okay. You do, you do like that snake. Um, all right. So, Hewitt, let me get some tokens. Hewitt, the recently not dead. Hewitt can't die. Hewitt can just be temporarily inconvenienced. I'm just going to imagine Hewitt from now on either slithering or flying around with a can of Wilton silver uh, cake decorating spray paint. (laughs) (laughs) I live! I die! I live again! That is correct. Yeah. Pat has recommended that our slogan be Make Hewitt do it. <laughs> ah, who who said rise. that? Who said that? Uh, that would be Old So Tiger ninety. Good stuff, uh, sir. The next time you play a fifth edition game, you start with a point of inspiration. You tell him that I said so. <laughs> I mean, wow, you're or... assigning extra game table inspiration. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's twice that uh, Paige has awarded one of our our viewers with an inspiration in their next game. I mean, people should come watch our stream. There's no telling what kind of what kind of bonuses they could get. <laughs> I wish make... that was like a flare that we could put on their uh, username. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's get some map. Oh, God. We're flying all over the place. Uh, the yeah, worst. Keep your hair on. All right. Uh, so... Y'all can be uh, anywhere on this map that you want. That is where the bad guys are, kind of on the the east-hand side of the map. I mean, they look like guys. I don't know that I would assume that they are bad guys. Sure, sure. Uh, so are we having a water? conversation here? I, uh-huh. I, I am the last person to have an answer on that. Um, <laughs> this is water. Uh, this is kind of a relatively high point that uh, forms a pretty good path. Uh, so y'all be where you want to be. They're roughly moving uh, uh, southeast. So they're moving in this direction. So this is a patrol that we come across? or yeah. Okay. I mean, that formation isn't crazy. Maybe wildfire takes a step back. Or wait, uh, what's, yes. the, what's the front? I guess the front's... Yeah, Silvio should be near the front since he's going to hopefully I'm just solve this going to. That's right. I'm going to see if I can talk to them. Sweet talk them. While he is doing that... Why don't I find a position in that water down there, in case your talks do not go according to plan? I might be able to use the water as natural cover, although I do stick out a bit in this terrain. You do, but you you can also get pretty muddy. You can go all Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and just mud up, and then they'll never see you. I, that was a question to Vin- Victor, if it was not obvious. No, I know. Oh, um, I'm just I'm just letting you know that you don't. Mm, you're you're kind of a black and white. Sure, sure. like folk, mechanically, yeah. Yeah, you don't blend. 
I don't. But mud, mud blends goes with anything. Mud goes with anything. <laughs> I and think out here, everything. <laughs> your sizable presence might help with the negotiations. Like if we, if our goal was just to kill them, I think you should ambush them. But since we're trying to talk to them, mm, right? Talking. Like maybe we could try and imply without <laughs> without straight out saying that we already are in alliance with the lizard folk. And look, evidence. Here's a lizard. A folk. lizard. So if they want to be in our swamp, something like that. Then, if I understand what you are saying, I should stand there and looking intimidating. Exactly. Just think about a world in which all of us are dead, but you. Oh, not me. Not me. I'm still alive <laughs> in that world. No. That would be a shame. As I've come to actually like the four of you. Well, maybe you could get us raised. It's possible. You would, however, have to keep our bodies together for that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the chances are as far as that is involved. Fair. All right, we six Silvio on them. Okay. I saunter mosey or even meander up closer to them and call out. Mosey, mosey your token over there, buddy. Um, Is Roz going with you? I sure hope so. Otherwise, yeah. this will be awkward. They'll be like, "Oh, one of those weird Fey people wandered out to the Feywild. I bet he's worth a bunch of money back in Fey." Mira's gonna move over to the water's edge, which. I think is vaguely over there, but stay in the background. I just realized if I zoomed out, I could see, I could see more of the map. <laughs> more of this map. <laughs> uh, Wildfire will sneak up to here and kind of keep out of sight. Technology. Uh, do Technology. you want to make me a, a wildfire keeps out of sight roll? Yes, I do. Oh, look at that. All right, nice. wildfire does indeed keep out of sight. Hmm. So, do you turn your head off when you're in stealth mode? He puts on a hat. <laughs> I just want to say he just turns it all the way down. He turns it to simmer. Yep. Oh, okay. Ooh. Simmer. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's funny. Inspiration, sir. I will. I will enjoy it. All right. So Silvio calls out. What do you say? Uh, it is what time of day at this point? You tell me. You 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 are controlling this encounter. So. Uh, you tell me what time of day you snuck up on him. In that point, I will call out bonjour. Good morning. There is a startle. And uh, a fellow steps out here and then whistles. And you can see a couple other fellows step out. They do indeed mean fellows, because they are apparently all male. Ah, I am shocked there are so many of you. Uh, you look a little lost there, fella. Uh, not particularly. Um, I am a member of the Foresters. I am, uh, looking for individuals that might be interested in making some money. We are, uh, Outreach Campaign. <laughs> <laughs> outreach Campaign. Yes. Like you're collecting money. I, like I, will, I am going to I'm going to stand <laughs> silently behind Silvio, trying my best to kind of 
bring my slender body up to look intimidating and also <laughs> i'm just gonna take in this whole negotiation thing it's all new to me it's fine it, yeah yeah I, I can imagine uh all right uh so he makes a different whistle and um this another fellow steps forward and uh you can see that his head uh here he has a, a big scar on it a brand in fact it's partially hidden by his hair and his hat so you can't make out what it is but it's very ah. clearly marked I'm glad you said that before I said, sir, you need a hat. Perhaps you would like this one. But if he has a hat, never mind. He does have a hat on. He says, uh, all right, we're listening. What you got? You do sense that all these men are extremely uh, alert. They have their weapons in their hands. Uh, most They all have bows in their hands, and they're they're ready to throw down. Rock and roll. I mean, I am not worried about this. This is what I have other people for, but I do not say this. Uh, instead, I say, well, uh, perhaps you would like to come a little bit closer. I have some uh, some strong ill with me. Perhaps we could sit down and uh, discuss, you know, like men rather than uh, like parties wandering together in the swamp uh, that might want to ambush each other. That would be uh, most unfortunate for you. <laughs> you look like a forester there. Uh, is, is that what this symbol on my chest is? I think you might have the mental high ground, Sylvia. I think you led, you led with being a forester, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, not if you did, mention, the page missed that. Sorry. Not, not to mention, Roz does have his big shiny don't kill me badge on. So. He does. He does. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm I not interested. Like, I don't have particularly good relations with the foresters, so let's just talk from here. Uh, it's Oh, as you wish. I just have all of this extra ale that is just going to go to waste. I mean, if you say so, friends. With uh, with your passive perception... Oh, I bet your passive perception changed. I didn't. It's a 12. Okay. Okay. Um, I did not suddenly become trained in perception or expertise in it. Okay, yeah. and your insight is still 13. Yes. Okay. Uh... Like, the person in charge who walked forward looks stone-faced. Like, Ale does not trip his trigger at all. A <laughs> couple of guys behind him are just like, now let's think about this. <laughs> uh, well, we can talk from here. As, as you wish. Uh, we are... Uh... I am part of a section of the foresters. We believe we are not uh, not not all that is needed to keep track of what is going on in these marshes. Uh, so we are working with lizard folk and others. And I point back to Ross. Uh huh. Uh, and so we are looking to uh, to find other groups to work with. I have heard that there are some uh, powerful mercenaries working in this area that I am looking with which to potentially hire. Hire. To do what? Uh, well, that all depends on what you're doing now. Uh, but mostly it would be to help people that are trying to get out of Thay come over to Agvaron rather than be sent back to Thay. You know? Things like that. Oh, right. So you want to beat Thay's price. I mean, that would be the plan, yes. All right. What you, what you got? I mean, I have money. I have sheep. I have. I don't give a fuck stuff. about sheep. 
You know, I, I didn't I, think anybody gave a fuck about sheep, but I tell you what. So, Paige, sheep at, are at, big. Go ahead. At that sentence, my lizard eye does that thing where it goes from like kind of kind of wide and uh, uh, and like lazy to like a slit and is highly alert. <laughs> Like, they have a point of inspiration. I mean, he has just said that he does not care about gold. I mean... <laughs> he said he didn't care about sheep. Yes, yeah, he does not care about I just gold. want to make sure that the words that come out of his mouth, <laughs> you know what they are. Not what you heard, but as long as they come out of his mouth. <laughs> I do not give a fuck about gold. That's what, he, that's what I heard. Okay, Fair enough. Fair enough. So yes, but I have money, I have supplies, I have uh, friends in high places, in low places. Uh, what is it you are being fed now? Well, depends on what we bring back in. They'll usually pay 30 or 40 gold for, uh, for someone who was a citizen. They pay a lot more if we get someone who was a, you know, a, a concubine or a child of a family that's trying to get out or... If we can catch a mage that caught a straight, that'd be hot, but we've never caught one of those. Those those are pretty expensive. We uh we tried to bring in some goblins a few ten days ago, but they just weren't worth it, so we just slit all their throats. Oh, I see. You are very pragmatic people. I respect that. Hmm. Well, uh, I do have uh, I do have a certain amount of money. Are you the leader of the camp, or uh, are you just one of the patrols? I'm I'm very excited to get to know both you and also whoever it is that you work with. He says, "Well, my name is, and we'll do that next week." Oh. <laughs> the one thing I want to know more than anything else. We may never know what this man's name is. (laughs) When we come back next week, he might be struck dead in front of us. Hey, Uh, at least we're not ending the the podcast, the show with uh, Rolling Initiative, just to do something weird. We have a tradition going there. We do, we do. Uh, But you'll have to wait to next week to find out. Uh, so thank you uh, very much for joining us on this little adventure. I have lost roll 20. Where did it go? I have it's a lot there. of tabs open right now. I have a lot of tabs. No, it's over there. <laughs> I know, right? Like uh, a solid amount of tabs? Or? Like a solid amount of tabs. <laughs> so thank you for joining us on this adventure. We'll have the video up on YouTube and the audio and wherever you get podcasts within a few days. Please, if you would... Follow us on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. Those are both super helpful. It'd be great if you could support us on Patreon for even a dollar a month. Uh, Or at least give us a like on iTunes for our podcast. It really does help. You can find us on all of these platforms at Feats and Fables. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com as served by Roll20. This music can be licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Our maps are made in Incarnate, Dungeon Painter Studio, Campaign Cartographer, or from various places on the internet as the map logos indicate. We would like to send a special thanks to our listeners and supporters, particularly Dragonslayer19, who's Who's in in the chat. Yes! Yay! Yay! 
right. And who also is one of our Patreon supporters. Yes. Mwah. Thank you. Without him, none of this would be possible. Yes. Or her. Or, yes. Them. Mystery person. Uh, we would also like to send a shout out to Old Slow Tiger 90, who's a dear friend of ours, for hanging out with us in Twitch chat. And we also want to thank Amy Zura for glittery inspiration. Please join us next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch to see what happens next. Follow us to, to adventure! adventure! <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.